Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Quick Talk Podcast. How the heck are you? It is Sunday, and I hope you're doing good. I got some good tips for you. I'm going to get into some practical how-to stuff to help you make more money, to help you grow your business, to help you live the dream, to help you have more margin so you can reinvest into scale, or you can go to that family vacation that you've been neglecting for five years and your wife's being passive-aggressive, and you can finally make it happen if you apply this stuff. It's a big deal. I want to talk about stacking value. So uh, it's been... I don't know, a few weeks since I mentioned anything from the internet sales world, Uh, but this kind of ties into that. So I'm going to talk about home service companies, but this has to do with like, uh, for example, when I do webinars or I sell things on the internet or we do like these video thing that makes an offer at the end. One of the things I do that I learned from Russell that is absolutely critical and it, it makes a humongous difference is called the value stack. And so I'll give you a little overview of that, um, briefly here. Um, but before I even do that, like I want to get like a frustration off my off my chest here. A lot of times when I talk to people on the phone, whether people in my boot camp or just people I meet at industry events, um, they're full of like a lot of excuses. And I have compassion because I've had nothing and nothing would work, and I felt really depressed and dark and lonely and all that stuff. So I totally understand that. But some people live in that state of mind forever, and it's just. It's maddening. And honestly, there's certain people when I talk to them, I know within a moment, boom, I can't help you. I just know it. We'll still talk and finish our conversation. But I know the whole time I'm talking to them that they're completely screwed on building the business that they want. And they don't know it. And it's super, super sad. The one, one of the biggest reasons that uh, I know people are screwed is when they have this scarcity mindset or they constantly externalize excuses. You know, people have these things called false beliefs, which is actually <laughs> part of our webinar strategy is... How do you identify, and this applies for your customers, how do you find out what their current false belief patterns are, and then how do you overcome them? Because people always make excuses. For example, if I tell you, you know, hey, you have to buy the super course, and they're like, they're thinking in their head, oh, no, no, I already watched YouTube videos on marketing, so I don't need that. That's a false belief because they don't understand what I'm really offering. So my job, if I'm trying to sell the course, is to overcome that, shatter it, and then rebuild the correct belief in my presentation before I even make the offer, right? And for your company, uh, your customers have false belief patterns too. So you need to figure out what they are. The way that Russell teaches us to do it is that people have internal false beliefs and then they have external false beliefs. And and the way that that could work, like, I don't know, like, um, uh, let's say roof cleaning, for example. Okay, because this can apply for anything. But people think things in their brain about your product or service that are not true. And if you don't, figure out what those things are on average and then overcome them before they even bring up the objection, your close rate's gonna be a lot lower and they're not gonna understand the value of what you're offering. And so this might be a little deep, I don't know, I'm just gonna go with it because it's the truth. Uh, Let's say that for roof cleaning, a homeowner might, there could be a list of uh, internal false beliefs, right? So internal false beliefs could be, um, uh, let's see, um, it doesn't really matter. So they don't really 
think it matters that their roof is really dirty, right? Or, or another one might be that um, they're just indifferent, right? They don't think it'll hurt their roof, like it's not going to hurt their house. That's like a false, like because it can hurt their house, but they don't think that that's true. So your sales presentation has to attack that, destroy it, burn it to the ground, and rebuild the correct belief pattern. Or they think that, I, I just don't really care. Or they say, as an external false belief, I can't afford it, right? That's a huge one. Like, oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, I can't, I can't even get a quote for that because I'm not going to have enough money. It's too expensive. They might think things like that. And what they're thinking in their mind, they believe it's true. It's not true, but they think it's true. So it kind of is true to them. So your job is to tear that down and rebuild it right back up, right? But back to the people that have these limiting beliefs, um, they say things like, you know, well, I can't do that in my market, Josh. Or, you know, you don't understand it's different here, Josh. Or I don't have a spouse that supports me, Josh, right? And what they do is they externalize all of the obstacles to make themselves feel like their own success is outside of their control and they have like no bearing on it. And so it gives them permission basically to be a coward, to be lazy, to do nothing and to feel like a victim. And honest, some people like that. It feels really super warm and fuzzy to feel like a victim. <laughs> like Some people like take solace in feeling bad and it's crazy. So if you find yourself sometimes saying, well, I can't do that. I can't afford that. I can't, I can't, you know, offer my service like that. I can't sell it like that, Josh. You don't understand. I can't do packages. I can't stack the value. I can't do a sales presentation like that here. You don't know what it's like in my market, Josh. If you're saying things like that, you're just screwing yourself over and you're wrong. 100%. Okay. So instead of saying, I can't do fill in the blank thing, you need to start doing what successful people do, which is how can I do the fill in the blank thing? Now, if you don't have any money, and you want to buy a course, like that's, that's a legit obstacle, but you got to start asking yourself, how can I afford, right? And you want your customers to do the same thing for your service. So if they, if they live on a lake and you install retaining walls or something and they're losing real estate because of erosion and they don't have a ton of extra money, like you have to help your customers understand that they need to start asking themselves, how can I make this happen? Do I need to call friends and family? Do I need to use a credit card? Do I need like how like this is at a level of importance that everything needs to be pushed pause until this is dealt with, right? And your job when you're stacking the value and you're unpacking your product or service is to do that. Now this is pretty high level stuff because I can tell you for sure that 98% of home service companies don't operate like this. They don't think about things like this. Uh, but the ones that do just kill it. They crush it. People like Brandon or this is what we did in our company and really everybody that's succeeding, this is what they do. They have a specific system. They have a specific process on the way that they hold the customer's hand and walk through the, the process, right? Like for example, I don't think I've read this in a while and it's not perfect because it's from memory, but like our sales managers, when they would go out and do a physical in-person estimate, they had a thing that they were trained to say. And so they would introduce themselves and everything was detailed. I mean, from the way that you'd knock on the door and then they'd have to step back at least 10 feet away from the door and have their hands where they could see them and just kind of stand there and smile. Uh, that way the homeowner is more likely to open the door rather than crack the door. That's just a good tip if you're door knocking. You don't knock the door and stand right by the door. They'll never open the door. Uh, another, <laughs> I'm going on a side trail here, but another thing is if you're actually door knocking or you're managing a team of people door knocking to drive sales for your business, make sure they knock, they back up, and they smile and they have a piece of literature in their hand and they hold it out. They hold it straight out. And when the person opens their door, you just hand it to them. You don't ask, hey, is it okay if I, you just hand it to them. 
and then you start talking to them as they reach out and touch it and take it. Then they're going to be looking at the thing while you're talking, and that, that gives you the opportunity to speak to them. So, like, when I talk about how you do things, like the how, the, the how you do it matters, it really matters big time. And, like, even that little silly thing I just said matters. Okay, so then the sales manager, to get back on track, <laughs> would, would you know, introduce himself and say, hey, my, my, I'm going to take a quick walk around your home. I'm just going to take some notes. I'm going to do this stuff. And I'll meet you back here in, like, five or eight minutes. Well, well, is that okay? Great. Okay. So then they'd walk around the property, and they'd identify all of the future opportunities that existed for that, that customer. Even if they just called for one service, we price out every single service we offer, even if they don't need it right then. And, and that way, when we do our presentation, we show it to them. We're actually going to tell them um, to, to do, you know, to wash your deck. You know, it's, it costs this much, but you don't need that right now. I just put a, a record of it here. That way we'll have it in our system in case, you know, five years from now, maybe you will need it. It'll just save us a step. But I just wanted to explain that to you. And that does a couple things. Number one, it's more efficient. Number two, it builds trust because you're telling them you, you don't need that. Like we don't want your money for that because you're actually in really good shape in this area. I did document it what, it, what it would cost in the future, but you're okay. That's number one, right? Uh, but then they go through and they would do their little elevator pitch. And our elevator pitch was something along the lines of, um, Mrs. Jones, is it okay if I just take like a step back and take like 30 seconds and kind of explain kind of who we are and how we do business? Because it is a little bit different than other companies. And the customer always says, yeah, sure, that's fine. And you say, first of all, uh, Mrs. Smith, you know, we provide a very high level of service. You know, we provide luxury services. All of our, our technicians, they're background checked, they're, they're drug free, uh, they're paid living wages, their kids go to school with like your kids, like they're, they're part of our community, uh, they're professionally trained and they take what they do very seriously and they love what they do. And we think that's important. Now it does cost a little bit more to, to do a, a home service business, kind of like a Corvette rather than like a Ford Taurus. Uh, it costs a little bit more, but we think that um, it's a better way for everybody to do business. Doesn't mean it's a good fit for everybody because we will be like a little bit higher uh, most of the time than other companies. But the reason is, is because we're a luxury service provider. We answer our phone every single time. If there's ever an issue, which rarely there is, but sometimes there is. And if there is, we run towards problems, not away from them. And that's just kind of how we do it. Do you have any questions about that? Something like that. And we, the reason we did that, that was a how. Okay, that's a how. That is a little thing. There's like little neurons firing off in your customer's head and they're looking at this estimate sheet. You already told them what they don't need and then you start dialing in what they do need. And when it comes to stacking the value, at least how we do it like on a webinar, what we do is we help people understand like what we're offering you is literally worth 10 times what you're about to pay for it, right? So for example, if I'm trying to sell a $1,000 product, I have to get you to believe in your heart and know with certainty that this $1,000 thing is actually worth $10,000. And the moment that I've knocked down your false belief patterns and I've overcome all those uh, internal and external false belief patterns and rebuilt them back up, and once you believe that this offer is worth $10,000 at the end, you have no choice but to give me money, right? And your customers are going to have no choice but to give you money um, because it's true. Like, this isn't manipulation. It's not about lying. It's not trickery. It's true. It's all about how you explain it because most companies, they just kind of do the price. Hey, give us a call. We'll get you on the schedule. You know, we are licensed and insured and, you know, we, we're the best company ever. It's like, okay, like just like every coffee shop in the world, we have the best coffee in town. Okay, well, there are 13 different coffee shops all think the same thing. Like, 
you're not, you haven't differentiated yourself at all. You haven't overcome their objections. You haven't stacked the value. So stacking the value is like, let's say that uh, in my world, we're going to sell a course and I want to give away bonuses and extra things to add more value to sweeten the deal, right? And you can do this with your service company. It's all it's just about getting creative with some of the things you have to offer and how do you package it together in a way that makes an irresistible offer to your client. Um, so for us, like maybe we're selling this course and I want to give away this other like secret thing that no one's ever seen that's super high value. Maybe that's a thousand dollar thing by itself. Or maybe I throw in an older course that other people paid a thousand dollars for, but you know, we can repurpose it and use it as like a bonus here, right? And then maybe I throw in this other thing and then this other thing and this other thing. And so as I'm explaining the, the value stack, I'm saying, you get this and this is amazing in here and other people paid a thousand dollars for it. You're going to get that. Um, and, and that has a value of a thousand dollars. And then in addition to that, you're also getting this and blah, blah, blah. And that has a value of, of $1,500. And then you're going to get this, which actually no one's ever seen before. It's brand new. You're going to get this thing. And this has a value of another $700. And then you get this bonus plus this, which other people paid $300 for a piece. So that's another $600 in value. The total value of this literally is, you know, $5,000 whatever, right? So that's me stacking the value. And then when I offer it for, you know, way less than that, it makes sense, right? Hopefully this is helping you guys. I'm trying to like give you some super ninja tricks here. But when it comes to home service companies, you can do the same thing. You really can. It's like, what does your literature look like that you're giving to them when you when you give them pricing? If you do phone quotes, that's okay. This still works. You just have to think through the how. How can you blow their mind, add massive perceived value as quick as possible? The way that you talk on the phone, the voice inflection, you know, 70% of communication is in body language. You don't have that when you're on the phone. You think that you're crushing it on the phone. You're probably not. Record a few of your calls and go back and listen to it. You know, how can you really be over the top and different right out of the gate compared to your competitors? Maybe you need to answer on one ring. Maybe everybody else doesn't answer at all or they answer on five rings. Answer on one ring. Bam, that's a little thing. That's a how. Make it your goal. Like gamify it for your office manager. If they get 20 calls answered on one ring, then they get a cookie. I don't know. And then <laughs> the way that they talk is a how. The way that they explain your company, the company history, how you're a different business, the elevator pitch thing. You know, the elevator pitch that I just gave you. And first, Mr. Jones, since you're new to us, let me just explain kind of who we are. It's actually really, really cool. I see Josh Latimer founded the company and uh, he, has, he has three kids. He's a local guy and he wanted to do business different. And so he decided like the way that we do business, we provide a very, very high level of service. You know, Josh has a Whatever, like make something up and, and then measure it and pay attention to it and make sure it's replicable and duplicable and trainable and, and be relentless on making sure it's done like that every time. And then when you get to the pricing, give them, give them the pricing, but do it in a better way. Like explain what they don't need and explain what they do need. Explain how, you know, that you recommend, you know, I noticed that you, you mentioned this when we were talking and I, I would recommend the luxury package, John, because, well, basically here's what's going to happen. First of all, you're going to get the, the window cleaning. That by itself, that's $299 value right there. Uh, but we're also going to put in the inside window cleaning, not just the outside, the inside too, which is another $250 value. Uh, and then our technicians, when they're done with that, they're going to do what we call, you know, a deep track cleaning and hand scrub screen cleaning and then those that would normally cost this and this plus we're going to do gutter whitening we're going to clean the gutters that would cost this and you know the total value of this is like it's insane it's like two thousand dollars worth of stuff and it's, it's well worth it and you need all of it but what's cool is that when we package it into the luxury package it's so much more efficient when we do everything at the same time plus you're calling it a good time of year uh, we can actually do that for for 949 dollars uh, does that make sense bam 
you ask them a yes, no question. <laughs> I could go on and on with the sales training, but that would be uh, just me spitballing with no notes, mind you, uh, a way to stack value over the phone for one of your packages. And if the customer is believing in their head, wow, wow, this company is a Ferrari of, of ser- home service industry. They're already scared of the price. They think it's going to be so expensive because you're clearly the best. And you answered on one ring. And your online reviews are insane because you have a system for that. And everything's lining up. Your competitors didn't even answer. Didn't even call them back yet. And when they do, they're going to schedule an estimate for like two days later and then write it on like a carbon copy form. I mean, can you see how you're going to just wreck people with this stuff? But it does take effort to go through the how, stack the value, be the expert. And in closing, um, I don't know why people don't focus more effort on this. You know, because even if your average ticket is like 400 bucks, or if you're like a long care or a maid service, you know, you know, your average ticket might be 30 bucks a thing. But in, in your case, I would look at the annual average value of a customer. <coughs> and it's like over a thousand for for you guys. But like... That $400 average ticket or that $1,000 average annual value, that's not even the true value. I mean, you multiply that by about eight. You know, uh, according to the U.S. uh, Bureau of Labor and something, something, I forget what it is. It's like a whitehouse.gov something stat, you know, that the average value of a customer is eight to ten times the initial transaction amount, okay? And I've I've just seen that to be true in my own life because not only uh, are you doing a repeat service because you're in the home service industry. Like, you're going to make more money that way, but you're also going to sell them more stuff as they begin to know, like, and trust you. They're going to upgrade. They're going to do the, the bigger package the second time. Then their neighbors are going to see you when you're doing their work, and you're going to get value there. Then they're going to refer you to people uh, wherever they work or with to their friends, right? So, like, when you look at the lifetime of the relationship, it's thousands and thousands of dollars, right? But yet, we don't like to spend, like, a weekend breaking down all the touch points of our sales system, so that we can crush everybody, get higher prices, and actually have margin and like build a real company. I mean, that is so silly. You guys, you need to go super deep and obsessive on all this stuff and try to learn what people in your market are doing so that you can do it way better. You know, I don't think that's bad. Um, and, and make sure that everything you do is uh, setting up to be the expert. You know, I always told our technicians that they're professional recommenders, they're not salespeople. I love how Brandon Vaughn, his system for, uh, <laughs> this is so money, but like when he's about to pitch like a really expensive roof cleaning for someone that has a nasty roof, all of his salespeople are trained to say, you know, Mrs. Jones, is it okay if I, if I just take off my salesman hat for a minute and just kind of be Brandon? And they're like, oh, yes, absolutely. And their shoulders kind of go down and they're like, they feel safe. And then he says, your, your home is infested. <laughs> oh, it's so brutal. It's so savage. But it's, it's effective, right? Like you got their attention. And that's a how. That's a, that's a calibration thing. Like it's not some magical unicorn. It's a how. Like you can do that tomorrow, right? But you're not thinking through exactly how you're doing everything that you're doing and and making sure it's the highest and best way to do that and in addition to that you're not making sure that however you are doing it is replicable to another person who's good at talking to people so that you can get unstuck and and train someone to do that job later so hopefully that makes sense Uh, be the expert you know people don't argue price with like your doctor like that tells you you have a tumor you don't like try to print off a coupon, right? You're just like, doctor, tell me tell me what I need to do, right? And then you'll do it. You can do that with your home service company. You are diagnosing a real problem. 
You only sell things to people that they actually need because you have integrity, right? Uh, but so you're, you're solving a real problem. You're scratching a real itch. You're meeting, you know, resolving a real pain point. Be a professional recommender. Stack the value. Crush it and all the perceived value and the lead up to them getting pricing and the follow up after they get the pricing. And yeah, you could just, you know what? When you do this this week and you make a whole bunch of money, I want you to send me a cookie, okay? Send me a cookie. If you need to know my address where you can send me a cookie, email my assistant, jessica at sendgym.com because uh, I deserve a peanut butter. I like peanut butter cookies. Not huge chocolate chip. Don't like nuts in them. But this is massive value. You better send me a cookie if you make money with this. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.